Hey everyone, and welcome to Wish Upon a Star's special live episode. I'm Frodo the Lawyer. Once we start up, we'll be joined by my co-host Amanda, as well as a live studio audience discussing High School Musical. But before we get to that, a couple matters to sort out. First, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, and make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can check us out on Facebook at our page, Wish Upon a Star, or our new Facebook group, The Wishy Pod Club. You can also check us out on Twitter. I'm at FrodoTL, and Amanda is at Quaniac. And you can find us uh, just by Googling Wish Upon a Star, or even if you Google Disney Song Podcast, we will pop up, and we're at wishuponastar.com. And one more matter, I do want to admit... Uh, we just finished up Bambi, and I feel like I was a little bit hard on Bambi at the end. I said I liked it, but um, now that it's been a few weeks since we finished Bambi, I must admit, I think I underrated a couple of the songs. So, loves the song. I'm going to boost that up from a B minus up all the way to a B. And looking for romance, you know what? I really did like that song. I can't get it out of my head. I really like how the male and female choruses interact and how it's orchestrated and how the tempos change with the retardandos and uh, for dramatic effects. So I like it a lot. I'm boosting that all the way up to a B minus. So good on you, Bambi. And now let's move on with the show. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for coming. We are here for a live recording of Wish Upon a Star, the Disney Song by Song podcast. I, Yeah, we have an audience. Yeah. There's we're, people here. We're live in Ithaca, New York, uh, the place where Amanda, the person in front of the lawyer, went to university yes together. indeed we were both here that is a true statement good work frodo no lies yet yes um and we have a great audience with at least nine people here and they are ready <laughs> to yes to listen to us talk about our special topic for the for the day should we say our names first though oh didn't i already say that well you yeah, said but you said of. it for me and like i like to assert my own authority in situations. that's true yeah so anyway i'm amanda the person and i'm frodo the lawyer as i said that was wait try, more enthusiasm this is our first live show. I'm Frodo the Lawyer. Woo! See? I was looking your husband right in the eyes when I said that, too. <laughs> it really inspired me. It usually does. Yeah. yeah. This is the closest that he's ever come to listening to an episode of the podcast, too. <laughs> <laughs> usually there's like a wall in between us, and now there's no walls. Because yeah. our walls came crumbling down. Well, Amanda, why don't you explain what the topic of our special live episode is for Okay, today. today we're talking about box concerto in C. It's going to be really exciting. It's something we're mm. really passionate about, and I'm excited to get started a bit with it yeah um you know i wasn't really into bach uh when mm -hmm. i was an undergrad but you know nowadays um now that i'm an old lawyer I, i'm much more uh, interested in in, yeah. uh, in boring things like that yeah yeah do you know what his favorite animal was uh a leopard it was chickens oh because they said his name all the time bach 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 <laughs> Boo. all right enough enough of that that was a long setup for a ba very bad joke so why don't you explain what our actual topic is? Our for actual today? topic is what we've been waiting for for pretty much our entire lives: High School Musical bracket song off. Yes, ah! High School Musical. So the way this is going to work, we're going to be ranking all the songs in High School Musical, uh, and you guys, the audience, not you at home. Not well. You shut can, up. You can also, you can shout at home. It's just yeah, going to be pretty pointless. We, we don't of, care. You know. Life is ending and death is a flat circle anyway. No, but you here are going to be uh, able to vote. How it's going to work is we've paired up all the songs in High School Musical against each other. 
and uh, I'm going to have a vote, Amanda's going to have a vote, and you guys get the tie-breaking vote. So. And we realized going into this that we actually have very... Fred was like, oh yeah, I paired these songs against each other because like, there was a clear winner. I'm like, um, no. We yeah. have opposite <laughs> opinions on this, so you guys are actually going to be super useful for this. I also want to say that this is not our official High School Musical like episode because I do want to leave it open for us to cover High School Musical in the future with like the history of it and stuff. Yes. This is just a bracket like song versus song off. Yes. So when we do this again in three years, you can't complain mm-hmm. to us. You can do it all you want to yourselves, yes. but you can't email us about it. No. Um, yes, you cannot complain. But who, who are all these people? They're not here for us. No, no, they, no, those are clearly old white women going for a job. That's a different situation. <laughs> they're, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they want us to get better jobs, probably. Well, why don't I uh, start by going over our brackets so you guys have uh, some bearings about what, who, whom, 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 what songs we're going to be comparing. Whom, what, where, when, why. Could we get a drum roll, please? Real drums. Real drums. This is a professional setup. Uh, not stops. Everyone can hear us. Yes. Uh, that so was f- Dave Kelly on the drums. So He's f- never listened to this podcast, but he will now because <laughs> I said his name on it. Okay, Frodo, hit us with that bracket. So our first matchup is going to be start of something new against stick to the status quo. Two, uh, two songs that are in the movie. Um, <laughs> two this- songs that Frodo was like, oh, yeah, one of these is terrible. And I was like, yeah. And then we had the opposite, the opposite opinion thing, on yeah. which one was the one. <laughs> Uh, the second matchup is going to be both versions of what I've been looking for going against each other. Uh, As they drama. should. Yeah. Uh, and drama the winner club. the winner of that will face off against Bob to the Top, another one that... Another banger, yeah, Frodo. Yeah. Um, and then the third matchup is going to be uh, When There Was Me and You versus Bet On It, which is actually from High School Musical 2. But if you've listened to our podcast before, you know how we feel about Zac Efron looking in puddles. So we had to include that one. <laughs> yeah, it's the best song that was ever written in the whole world, so it had to be in this podcast. And the winner of that faces off against Breaking Free. And then the last uh, of the other songs that are matching up is Get Your Head in the Game versus We're All in This Together. And then we'll match versus match and et cetera yeah. for the winners. You're going to, like, write this down, right, so we know what one. Yeah, well, once we get to the final four, we're going to just, we're going to, like, have, I don't, we haven't actually decided how we're going to decide which of the final four wins. Final to the death. Yeah. Maybe we could pick, um, like, if any of you guys feel especially passionate about any of the final four, you could come up here and, like, we could, like, be like, okay, it's up to you I, to, I like, feel fight, about to, the like final fight four. for, like, that your song, you know? Like, if you, Paul, if you really like uh, what's... Uh, I don't know, a song. Get your head in the There's game. There's a list of them yes. in front of you. <laughs> if you really like that one, you, we'll call you up here, and you can be like, I like it because it has fun stuff, and then we'll, we'll yeah. decide. A compelling you, argument. Yes. I'm a lawyer, so I'm good at judging, judging things. Um, yeah, so that's the plan. Uh, I think we should get started with Start Something New. Yeah, his with a bit of that song, so we know what we're listening to. Yeah. For people like Dave Kelly, you probably don't remember anything about it. Oh, those sweet tones of Zephron. Yeah. Oh, that floppy-haired master. <laughs> you guys can't see it right now, but, you know, Gabrielle is looking really shy. Uh, She's looking shy. And he's looking a little shy, too, and he's got this really good button-down shirt with, like, sort of dotted stripes on the side. Oh. We could, you could we, do I that. I could turn it around. <laughs> if, the, if the sound goes out, though. Oh, yeah, cables. You can, you can stretch. Let's go, cables. Uh, it's fine. We don't need to play the whole song. We that was just the taste. Yes. Okay, so that's. You all know how it goes. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, let's get some chorus. Yeah. Never floats for real. This could be the start of something. You guys can sing for real. I don't need to just mouth it. It's over, Carol. To be here with you. All of you. So right. 
the start of something Okay, enough of that. And it could happen right. till it happened to me. Yeah. You, you okay? I got lost in the music. That's on me. Um, all right, so let's talk about that one a little bit before we hear status quo that it's going against. So this is the first song of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's this opening scene of the movie. Uh, it's a New Year's celebration. At a ski lodge. Wh- yeah, and uh, to me, the writers of this film have never seen a New Year's party before. Because I think they thought that the way a New Year's party works is everyone just wears really big hats. Oh, they're, yes, they're, they're people skiing outside, yeah. which somehow works on concrete. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, do you think they want to come in and talk about skiing? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are like roller skates, cross-country ski practices. Yeah. Um, anyway, they're at a ski lodge here, too, yes. so it's relevant. They're all wearing very big hats. That's what I was saying. Uh, there's, there's a guy with a Viking hat. There's a guy with there's a very big top hat, and also someone with a cowboy hat who... Who like talks to Gabriella and now I will uh, say I think this is kind of accurate based on what this is, which is clearly a teen party at a ski lodge that all their parents came to to get drunk, and we're just like we we can't have our teenagers here. Like right. I don't know if you've ever been like on a cruise part, like on a cruise. I have not. No. Well, on a lot of cruises they have like kids clubs and they'll have like teen clubs. I know about these because none of them was like, asked to dance by a cute boy. Oh. I would just sort of stand there off to the side. Yeah, Dustin was there, too. That was the thing, and he never asked me to dance. That was the real sad part. But they would do this sort of, like, stupid thing, like, hand out big hats and be like, yeah, kids love hats. <laughs> and karaoke, kids love activities. Yeah. So, like, I think this actually could have some, like, basis in reality. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I really like this song. I think that uh, it does a good job of making the musical seem legitimate right off the bat. Because if you think back to 2006, if you were alive back then... Um, I think everyone here was alive back then. Probably. So Disney Channel original movies, as fun as they are, you know, there's always a, a sort of, like, this is a TV movie quality. It's not quite, um, you know, ready for primetime level or ready for a movie theater level. But yeah. High school musicals changed that. Right, exactly. And when you... At least in my opinion, when you start off with this first song, it's... Uh, there's a lot of bad songs that could have been, um, like... That they could have picked to start this. I don't know. They're not in this movie, but you know, they, they could have started with, for example, one song. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean. They're they could have sort of mailed it in and just been like, hey, we'll just put some generic dumb song that they sing together, and that's how they'll fall in love. But I feel like uh, start something new is, in my mind, it's kind of a classic '90s uh, pop duo ballad sort of feel that I get. Yeah. So did you like watch? Did you watch this movie when it first came out? Like, were you super pumped for yeah, the premiere? And yeah, I actually did. Uh, I got watched it with my brother and sister. Uh, we were like, oh, it's a, it's, this is supposed to be like the next big thing. They were hyping this movie up. Re- like, I don't know how many of you yeah. were alive for like the DCOM days or like around like actively watching yeah. Disney Channel. Cause I was, I was my like beginning of second half of my freshman year of high school when this came out. So you're sophomore yeah, year, was a sophomore, presumably right. because of how time works. But like, so, and like pe- there was like posters and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was pretty similar to like when Glee started. Yeah. People were really pumped for this. Yeah. And like being in high school, you know, uh, I had to see, like, for myself how realistic it was. And clearly the answer was very realistic. Extremely. It was exactly like my high school experience. Uh, you know, people just walk through my halls singing our, uh, you know, saying our school motto, you know, one one team. We were wolves, but, you know. One team wolves. Yeah. That's, that, that's exactly how it works. It kind of, uh, admittedly, like, the high school I went to in Miami for one year was also the performing arts magnet okay. for the county. And so, like, it kind of was like this. Okay. Not with the basketball. There was no basketball. Yeah, my, my school was not like this at all. In in reality. Yeah. But I don't know. I love I'm just I'm just really happy we're talking about this movie. It makes yeah. me really happy. So start of something new. Yeah, I mean it's it's a good song. I like it. 
I like when they do the. I like when they get into it. Like it's fun. Like when he says, "I never knew that it could happen till it happened to me," and he like gets down with the mic mm-hmm. um, and stuff. And like you can see them like start to come out of their shells a little bit. And it's a nice sort of throw, sort of um, precursor to what will happen in Breaking Free later. Yeah, yeah. which is cool. Um, I think it's also a one of the first example in this movie of using the lyrics to spell out the themes of the movie. You know, the, the, the first that, of many examples of that in this right. movie. They're starting the movie off with something called the start of something new, and the the lyrics say things like, uh, "What does it say?" I never knew that it could happen until it happened to me. Right. Oh. Or, or something has changed. Never felt this way. So clearly, we're going to be seeing a movie that's about you know something's going to change for uh, our boy Troy. He's gonna. But he's going to feel real, you know, he's never felt this way before. He's yeah, going to feel think, a way. I think it's interesting, too, that they started, because, like, it was advertised as being, like, a musical, like, not just, like, and but they started off with a song that, like, could just be in a movie that wasn't a musical, because it's karaoke. Like, the right. setup is not, like, we're walking down the hall and we're singing this song, which does happen later in the movie. It's like, no, this is, like, a real reason we could be singing. And it's, I, I don't know, it was an interesting way to start that off, because, like, we saw in all the advertisements, like, get your head in the game and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's like, no, this is just sort of, like, a song, which honestly is probably a good move for Disney Channel because it eased you into it a little exactly. bit more. If like they, If they started with our next song, uh, Stick to the Status Quo, I think that people would have been like, what am I watching right now? Yeah, because like, music, know, yeah. I mean, like, like this was before Glee, which is kind of the other thing that helped usher in this mm-hmm. sort of, like, new enthusiasm for musicals among the, like, non-theater geek yeah. In- in- world. Yeah. This is pre-Hamilton, kids, so, like, it was a very different society. <laughs> oh, well, let's listen to what this is going up against, which is Stick to the Status Quo. Yeah. They're all in a cafeteria, and they're bopping. I bake. I hope to make the perfect creme brulee. Now they're all dancing around tables, which, you know, take it for what you will. (laughs) And they make him sit down because of high school. Well, one thing I think is sort of weird is, like, all all of these jocks, the way that they're identified is they carry basketballs around the school. There's only one type of jock at the school. And they have... they cannot share their basketballs. They all have to have their own, and they have to be holding it at all times. That is how you become a jock. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, like, when they, like, were born, they actually came out holding basketballs, and, like, that's how they knew? <laughs> maybe. Maybe, that, maybe yeah. that's why... Okay. Wait. What? Wait a second. Oh, my God. Is this Amanda's... I have a theory! <laughs> Anyway, so I have a theory. I have <laughs> yeah, a theory. Yeah. Okay, so people are, like, really into the status quo in this high school. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There's a song called Stick to the Status Quo. You may have heard it just now. Yes, we did listen. And, like, I don't know about you, but my high school, like, wasn't quite this, like, cut and dry in terms of, like, who was allowed to be friends with who and who was allowed to bake. So even if you were holding a basketball all day, you could still be... You, you could, know, like, hold a, a basketball with one hand and right. a whisk in the exactly, other, and yeah. then you'd be okay. Yeah. Now, you couldn't hold two whisks. That was absurd. But, yeah. like, But, like, maybe this is some sort of, like... 
all maybe this is a land where like maybe they did come out like yeah listen east high albuquerque new mexico albuquerque is where a lot of like magical realism comes out now admittedly most people in this movie are white and so we can't call it magical realism it's fabulism this is an important tip for all of you guys magical realism comes out of latin america and written by latin american writers if it's not latin american it's fabulism this is just a pro tip from me to you Stop calling white people magical realists. They're not. Um, but anyway, so, yeah. Magical realism is basically when, like, it's not, like, a fantasy. It's, like, it's a book term. And things like um, Gabriel Marquez, like, that sort of thing. is like, A Hundred Years of Solitude is a very mm. popular example of it. But, like, things are just, magic sort of exists in the world, and there's no real explanation for it. And it's very sort of subtly woven into the fabric mm. of society. So maybe people do sure. come out holding basketballs of the womb here, or, mm-hmm. like, they come out holding a book. Or, or is, are you sure it's not, like, they put a book and a basketball and stuff in front of them, or they, like, kind of, like, throw all the objects <laughs> at a person, and whichever one, like, you know, hits them, that's, that's what they become. The object chooses the, uh, you know, the person. Like, like if the basketball bounces furthest off the, the baby's cranium, then that, that's, what, that's what they've chosen. Yeah. So, so, like, so in, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, what we're saying is that when you're born, you are put in front of four things. A basketball, a textbook, a skateboard. What was the other? Was the other? Is it just the three, the three people? And then also, like, you could be a drama bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I are, guess. Yeah. Yeah, like you're, or you like have like a sparkly jacket. Those are the four things. So it's a basketball, a textbook, a skateboard, or a sparkly jacket, and they just throw them all at you, mm-hmm. and whichever one bounces the furthest, right? That's right. what you are forever. Right. Yeah. So that that's why um the the book in order for the book to bounce very far, you must have like a very thick skull, which is probably why they're smart. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And if, like, the jacket bounces really far, then it's because you're covered in so much sparkles. And, like, everyone knows that sparkle repels sparkle. Mm-hmm. It's, like, one of the physics rules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I buy that theory, um, but I do have some real facts about the city of Albuquerque, which is where this takes place, uh, this high school musical. Everyone walks around holding either a basketball, a sparkly we, we, jacket, yes, yeah. a textbook, <laughs> that, that's or a one, whisk. one real fact, yes. Or a skateboard. Um, fact number... Okay, two, not one, because that's, that's That was one. a real fact. So fact number two is that Albuquerque is higher in elevation than Denver, Colorado. Who would have thought that? It's, that's the other reason why they're singing so much, because they don't have enough oxygen in their brains. <laughs> um, uh, fact two is that it has, it has the longest tram in North America. Do you know the difference between a tram and a train, Amanda? I do, because I am planning a trip to Albuquerque, but for the sake of this bit, no. What's the difference, um, Frodo? From what I've been told, trams are like on wires up high yeah. and don't have tracks so Ooh, did you guys know that uh, audience it's gonna briefly become door of the explorer for a second so yeah. if you guys can sort of ooh and be like wow i didn't see the tram the that would be really helpful um, <laughs> uh fact four uh the minor league baseball team is called the isotopes <laughs> that is named after lots the of science apparently. today uh, and then the last fact is that Breaking Bad was uh, was filmed there. Or not, uh, maybe partially filmed there, but it also takes place there. Um, which leads to my Frodo's Theory Corner, which is a thing I'm doing right now. I'm making a very confused face um, for those of you listening along at home. Well, so in... in uh, I, f- I feel like I'm getting a little bit stepped on. Like this yeah. is, I, I, Okay, well, fine. Professor Amanda is coming yeah, okay, in with some yeah. musical facts, too. Did you know that Amanda's better at theories than Frodo is? Oh. <laughs> Um, so, okay, what, what's your theory? Right. It better be good if you're stepping on my well, bits. I have one thing in this podcast. So playing off Breaking Bad, um, that show contains a high school student named Jesse who uh, is kind of like the skater dropout kid. And then he somehow develops into a drug dealer who is 
very proficient at cooking meth, which is very sciencey and chemistry-ish. So I was thinking maybe he was present at this uh, stick the status quo sing along, and he like got the idea. Right. Then he was like, I can be more than just this. Exactly. I can also be a meth cooker. Right. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Oh, okay, sorry. But I no, but I like I believe you. Watch it. Okay, good. That was my theory. It's that uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad. It's Frodo's theory <laughs> corner. He has one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, personally, I don't love Stick to the Status Quo. I think it's kind of uh, uh, beating you over the head with the message of the movie, and it's just a little You're right, bit... starting to something new is super subtle. No, and that's true. <laughs> but it's, I don't know, I see, see the whole choreography is very corny, but uh, I think that you, you have a different opinion, don't you? Okay, so I, I'm going to have to like, get into my podcast. This is how I podcast at home. I just sort of lean back, and I, I, I chill into the theory a little bit. Um, no, this song is the best one. It's one of the best ones in the movie. Like, honestly, going into this, I rewatched all the like music videos of this last night, which was super fun. Everyone else was drinking, and I was in my room watching High School Musical videos, um, which admittedly is what I probably would have done this weekend anyway, just as a person. But I like got this. I'm like, man, this might be my favorite song in the entire movie. Like, I think the lyrics are super catchy. I think the choreography is amazing. This is when I like, like when I was 15, and you know, just like I started doing my first musical like right around that same time it was fiddler on the roof and i w- played flute in the pits beautiful i had the accordion solo it was four notes in anatevka and it was pretty exciting um and like i was just like musicals are amazing look at the choreography they spin a lot i love a good spin they're like dancing around the tables and with their lunch trays and things like that and like i just really like the different groups there's an electric cello in this song mm. there's no electric cello in any other songs but, like, I just really like the, like, stick to the stuff, you know, is better by far to keep things as they are to mess with the flow. No, no, like, I think that some of the rhymes are clever, and I think that as a high schooler, I was like, yeah, I, sh- I can do better than this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break the status quo. And then, like, I think that the, when, like, Sharpay and Ryan sing, like, their harmonies are really good. Mm-hmm. Like, can we, can we cut ahead to that? Is that something that we can do? Yeah, we can, we can listen to that. Sharpay and Ryan, for those of you who don't remember High School Musical quite as well, are the brother and sister drama team who, like, rule the school. I do kind of like this part where they're all all the various uh, students are over, right, talking over each other. Yeah. I just personally I don't love the the chorus of the of the song. I think it's a little Frodo, please be quiet. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Please continue with your yeah. your discussion. I, I just don't love the chorus of it. I think it's a little bit. Um, I, I think that the build up of the verses is kind of let down by a, a kind of boring uh, boring chorus, in my opinion. And I think that opinion is wrong. Yeah. So that's my. I mean, start start something new is a great song. Mm. Like I think it sets the movie up really well. I just think that the status quo is so dynamic. I think the music is really good. Like the orchestrations and the lyrics are interesting enough to like carry really cool harmonies. Mm. And so my vote is to stick to the status quo for this matchup. All right. Well, I think we're gonna have to ask the audience. Well, you gotta say your official vote for it. My official vote is for start something new. What? Yeah. All right. We're gonna have to break this tie with the audience. Uh, it looks like we have uh, one, two, two hundred people here. Two hundred people. Wow. So uh, let's. Uh, uh, should we do like a, a let's do a, like a cheer thing, you know, so people can like I think I think cheer, but also raise your hands. Okay. Just the raise your hand won't work on the audio, but like we'll be able to okay. see it now. But also, if we can get a drum okay. roll, please, Dave Kelly, official musician of Wishapata Star. Okay, start with something new. Okay, <laughs> that's seventy-five out of two hundred. Okay, and then hands down, another drum roll, please. Six. Stick to the status quo. 
Oh, well, God. 400 people voted for Stick to the Status All right. Quo. Uh, Stick to the Status Quo, I guess, Yay. moves on. You guys dropped the be- the most beautiful harmonies of the whole movie in poor. There's Start so many new. harmonies in this movie. Start something new is the harmonies that, that first had me fall in love with Zach Efron. Frodo, it's over. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Can you play like 10 seconds of Stick to the Status Quo as a victory lap? Yeah, sure. I don't know which part I meant. I just clicked. Oh, it's just the skateboarder. Sorry, that was... The skateboarder's great. He loves the cello. And he's really excited about having to wear a coat and tie. And this, the guy next to him was like, like, whoa, Yeah, that's whoa. Jesse from Breaking I... Bad. <laughs> yes. Perfect. All right, well, then the next... I played the cello. Okay, uh, next matchup. The next matchup is both versions of what I've been looking for, which is the audition song for the musical in High School Musical, which... Uh, I think most of you have seen it since you're here, but, like, it's kind of a weird concept that, you know, this, the thing is called High School Musical not because it is a musical about high school, but because they're putting on a high school musical. I, mean, I think it's both, it's to both, be fair. Right? It's like a double meaning I think thing. for this one, one we of those should, things. Hey, hey. I think we should play bits of both and then discuss. Because okay. I don't think that they have enough to discuss on their own without comparing them to each other. So this is Sharpay and Ryan, the brother and sister duo who have always gotten the role in every high school musical. A lot of jazz squares. Yeah, all of you. But I've been looking for some tap dancing. So it turns out that that was actually not how the song was supposed to be that arranged. That is not how Kelsey the Bowler Hat piano player right. wanted it to be. Yes, piano Girl wanted it to be like a chill love song, and then yeah, because she she wrote the musical. Yes, if this is an original musical written by a high schooler, which does not get like t- like no one's like, oh my god, you wrote a full musical? You're like twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, oh, but this is the first time your musicale has been selected for the East High musicale selection. Like, yeah, how many of them do you think she's written? Yeah, the drama teacher calling it a musicale every time she mentions musical is that, my that's, favorite. That's probably ninety percent of why like I didn't like this movie when I first saw it. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just it's a little bit extra. Extra as a word did not exist back then. Like That's not true. even the literal definition of extra. Like we just said like just, more stuff back yeah, then. Yeah. But uh yeah. we're very old. Right. But uh, so Troy and Gabriella come in and they're like we fell in love on a ski lodge and we would like to sing your song. We have no monologues prepared because that's not important to this musicale. We could just, if we sing and we look into, the, each, into each other's eyes a lot, we're going to be great scene partners for everyone else also cast to this musical. Mm. So so this is the slowed down original version that Kelsey wanted sung by Zephron and Gabriella. They're looking into each other's eyes a lot. But they don't do the do-do-do-do's. Yeah, but she goes... Not interesting. I like the last one. The last one had the do, 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 do. That part, you know. You, <laughs> do, you like do, the do, 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 do. Okay, so here's the thing. Kelsey, is her, her name is Kelsey, right? 
I don't know the names of the characters in this movie, so yes, she's. I know her as Piano Girl. She's probably Kelsey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People are saying it's Kelsey. All 200 people here are nodding that it's Kelsey. <laughs> so it's definitely Kelsey. And like, she's like, I didn't want it to be like this. And they're like, oh, well, we had a rehearsal pianist do a better arrangement. And they're right. It's a better arrangement. Like, one, because you look at other songs in the musicale. In the musicale. I'm going to say like this the whole time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and like, you have this. But then you also have Bop to the Top. I don't know how she wrote Bop to the Top, and apparently this is the sort of thing she's looking for, because it does not fit the thematic idea of what this musical is at all. It's called, like, Twinkle Town, isn't it? Uh, well, they, the drum teacher does work. She refers to it as the Twinkle musicale. Town musicale, right, and then the, the coach is, like, Twinkle Town, but I feel like that was just sort of, like, a superlative that she kind of put on it, because she's, like... I'll allow it, but either way, like, Bop to the Top is, like, it's like caliente, suave, like they're getting, re- it's, and like doing a bunch of like super like cliche, like sort of woo sort of things. And I say cliche in a loving way. I deeply adore Bop to the Top. But like, and she's like, no, but this one is slow. It's like, no, the other one seems to fit better what you're going for. Yeah. And I, like I, is more interesting. Right. And there's like dancing involved, which is better for like an audition song. Uh, personally, also, I think that the melody is like, eh, like not the best melody in this, in this movie. And, if you guys know, and you're all marching band people, one technique, if you have a... All 400 people right. here are marching band people. Yes. 100 of them left just now, but like, there's still, <laughs> still, still 400. They did not like our decision about sticking to the status quo. <laughs> um, no, I, one technique for sort of spicing up a song that's like not the most interesting melodically is to just play it really, really fast. So I think that the fact that the, the first version of this is... Um, is much faster. This is a call-out post. Right. Uh, yeah, so I, I think that it helps the, the the version that is faster and helps spice up the song, which is, you know... Yeah, I, ba- based on this, like, I think it's true. They both deserved callbacks, which is fair, but I think that, um, that Sharpay and... Lucas Grabeel, yeah. yeah, both deserved. Ryan, it's Ryan. His name is Ryan. I had a huge crush on that actor when I was a kid too. Like, yes, yes. yes. hundred people in the audience just cheered. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I liked him in this, but like, I really liked him in like Halloween Town Seven or whatever it was, <laughs> the one where they replaced the original girl who played Marnie. And no, it wasn't the one where they replaced him. It was the one where they were. It was Halloween Town High. Ooh. That's the one that he was in, and he was a he warlock. Was he was high. Yeah. A high warlock. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah. hi, warlock. Um, and he was very handsome in robes. So, um, so I, yeah, I agree with you that I like that version a little bit better. So are we just, are we, <gasps> Frodo? We, we're in agreement. Uh, well, let's just see what the audience thinks anyway, because, like, they came all this way just to, to vote. Okay, but we are going there. to ignore your vote if yes. it goes against what we voted for, because we do have a majority already. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Troy and Gabriella's version? That's a slow one. <laughs> Other version. Better version. All right. The fast version moves on. Yay. Um, so that one's going to go up against Bop to the Top. But before we get to that, let's let's introduce some other songs. Yes, please. Um, that is, it's going to be When There Was Me and You and Bet On It, which is, as we said, not in this movie. Cool. Play some brief clips from them, please. So this is Gabriella Feels Betrayed by Troy as we all have at one point or another, and is singing in a high school about it. At one point, she leans against the poster of his face. Yeah. <laughs> as all high schools have for their basketball teams. It's like 10 feet tall, and it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's, this matchup is interesting because it's Gabriella's big solo from High School Musical 1 against Troy's big solo from High School Musical 2. So uh, if you don't vote for the right one, you might be uh, you know, showing some uh, sexism or something. I don't know. <laughs> now, this one does almost say the name of our podcast in it. Yes. 
I wish a pod a star that's coming true, perhaps. And now... Sorry, it's a 15-second ad. <laughs> okay, who thinks this Polly Pocket song is better than any song we've heard so far in the musical? Okay, that's 100 votes. Google thinks I'm definitely like an 8-year-old girl. It's <laughs> a good one. There's some edge on this one. He's wearing all black and he's on a golf course and he's so tan. <laughs> this is really Zac Efron at his best. Like, he doesn't have his Baywatch muscles yet, but he's walking very dramatically. He looks more like Dustin in this one. We got a sense of that one. Uh, Fun fact about this song, I once was at a castle in Leeds in England, and we realized that the grounds of it looks a lot like this golf course. And so my friend and I had been to the castle once before. It was like a like day trip that we went to go see other things, and it happened to go to this place we'd gone to before. So we're like, okay, we have an hour here. What if instead of going into the castle, we just spend an hour filming a recreation of Bed on it, <laughs> which is on YouTube. I think it's called Amanda and Angela versus Zephron. We're going to have to link to that on our yeah, website, wishapotastar.com. Yep, wishapotastar.com. So you guys can, you know, enjoy that later. Anyway, bet on it yeah. is, you can bleep this out, it's worth it, a masterpiece. <laughs> he oh. is walking so dramatically. He has so many feelings about golf courses. At one point, he gets a golf club from God, I guess, and just shoots it because his feelings are so strong. He can't have a golf ball there. He needs to get it out of there. He just, he, and then, and then he leans down and How looks, does he lean? <laughs> like, a dramatic lean, dramatic I think is the best lean. way to describe it. And he looks down at his reflection in the pond. And that reflection in the pond is the least realistic rendition of a person I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it looks like, you know, the, like, 1950-whatever Mary Poppins, where, she, like, the mirror sings back to her? It's, like, that quality level of mm. reflection. And then, like, he smashes his reflection because he's unhappy with himself. And it's our first evidence of Zephyron as leader of the water people. Yes. Uh, if you've listened to our podcast, you'll know that this is the origin of uh, Zach Efron as the Lord and Savior of all beings, uh, especially water Mostly beings. water-based. Mostly water-based. Yeah, he beings. has less control over the yes. land-based people. Right. So yeah, both of these songs have a connection to our podcast because that is the origin of our Zach Efron theories. Um, so that was specifically had to do with him uh, controlling uh, the various things that were happening in Snow White and, and also other places. Yeah, um, he's everywhere. But, Mostly my heart. Yes. Uh, but then the other song, as you mentioned as we were listening, uh, she ha- uses some lyrics, kind of a twist on Disney-ish lyrics. She says, and I will pull it up. And Vanessa Hudgens is a gorgeous singer. Her voice was not mixed with anyone else's for High School That's Musical true. ones, which Zac Efron's was. I don't think it was by like High School Musical three, but High School Musical one, he was mixed with the guy who was in like a Cinderella Story seven or whatever it was against Eight, um, yeah. Selena Gomez. Um, Drew Lacey? I think it's Drew Seeley. Drew Seeley? I think Drew Lacey might have been a Backstreet Boy. Yeah. Drew Lachey. Drew Lachey. Excuse me. Lachey. Excuse um, me. I found the lyrics I was looking for. Perfect. Though. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So uh, the lyrics are, she says, now I know you're not a fairy tale and dreams were meant for sleeping and wishes on a star just don't come true. She also Your uses, delivery is just, I just want to commend you on that. It's magnificent. That's how deeply I feel it in my soul. And then she also says, and once upon a song, which kind of reminds me of once upon a dream, which we haven't gotten to yet. But these are, you know, she's evoking the normal Disney, oh, we're all going to find our prince things. But then she steps on it. She's like, no, No, I, I actually think that. that like this is some of the better lyrics in the musical. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think most of the lyrics are pretty dumb. 
<laughs> These are pretty good, yeah. But have you tried to bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on me? Yeah, I don't like that one as much. I'm also much more of a High School Musical 1 fan because... Oh, High School Musical always, 2 is garbage. Yeah, I, I saw High School Musical 2 once, but I saw High School Musical 1 a bunch of times. My little sister was actually in a uh, junior high production of it, so I was very much exposed to High School Musical 1. I mean, I love High School Musical 1. It's a better movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to vote for bet on it. All right, I'm voting for uh, Gabriella's song, even though I do think... It's kind of repetitive and uh, is the same sort of melody over and over. Okay, well, can we get a drum roll then, please? Audience, you must break the tie. Oh boy, Dustin drum rolling. <laughs> that was probably better than I could have done, so I think a round of applause for Dustin. <laughs> Who is very good about keeping the volume on the TV down when I record these podcasts, and so should be commended anyway. Audience, who votes for... What is the name of Gabrielle's song again? I don't even know. For, uh, forgettable ballad number one. When there, when there was me and you. When, when there, there, when there was me and you. Who votes for when there was me and you? One, two, three, four hundred votes for when there was me and you. Bet on it. Oh, five hundred for bet oh, on it. Well. Somehow, what uh, four hundred more people showed up since last time? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big crowd. Can yeah. we play a, a brief victory lap of bet on it? Just like ten seconds. Oh no, it's Polly Pocket again. <laughs> 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 All right, we, 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 don't, we don't have to listen to that. Yeah, we, well, we, we remember it. Cool. Yeah. What's the next matchup? Uh, the next matchup is Get Your Head in the Game versus We're All in This Together. The two that you know are very like basketball, like school spirit focused, right? Yeah, let's play little clips from each of them. Yeah. It's hip hop. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're dancing. Also, fun fact, the choreographer for this movie, you can see him dancing in the background of the um, of, of the basketball players. He's one of the basketball players. That's not, like, funny. It's just a fun fact. So. so this was interesting because this is our first peek into Troy's inner thoughts. And you can tell monologue. because all the lights go off except for a spotlight on Troy. Yeah. He, he just carried the ball, actually. That would have been a violation. <laughs> Well, okay, we, okay, we, we get the point, yeah. I mean, it just it goes get your head in the game a bunch, but, like, in increasingly more excitable ways. Now let's listen to some of We're All in This Together, which I think might be one of the more well-known songs. Get to the course. Walking forward. Walking forward. <laughs> This suffers a little bit from uh, my problem with one song, which is well-documented in the podcast, but using the same word over and over again is, is not my favorite thing. And they do which say together. Which song are you talking about? For me, it's, it's, we're all in this together. is kind of repetitive. They say, together, 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 everyone, together, together. Come on, come let's on, have, have some fun. fun. Which, you know, like I said, lyrics in this are not I mean, it's not, not Hamilton. Me. Like, it's doing its best, Frodo. Like, well, why, why isn't it Hamilton? <laughs> That's a good question. Don't. You know, those 16-year-olds in 2006 deserve a Hamilton? Later. Later. So, so you like Get Your Head in the Game more? I don't really you like hate, You don't like group numbers. <laughs> you hate yeah, everything like fun, Frodo. No, I don't like the group numbers as much. I think that the group numbers have are a little weaker. I, I like that Get Your Head in the Game is, like, I guess more, more original, you know? It's like, I don't imagine that there's other, like... 
hip hop basketball musical numbers in in many other places. There's a lot of like we won, let's all sing together, like the end of Greece. It's you know, a good reminder like that. that this musical is pretty similar to Greece. Yeah, yeah, when you get to we're all in this together. I mean, get your head in the game is just like so deeply iconic at this point. Like I do shout get your head in the game at people like a lot, yeah. like more than I should probably. Just endlessly. I just say it so much, Frodo. Um, and like, but for that, I don't know if I'm carrying it too much on choreography. And I'm trying to think more about the music of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, I like that more people get to talk and we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's 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 and like yeah, it's like cliche that like everyone is special in their own way and makes each other strong. But like that's nice. And like I don't know. Mm-hmm. At like 16, it's going to be reminded of that. I will say that uh, we're all in this together does get stuck in my head more often than any other song in this. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I mean. So I, I don't know. Get your head in the game is so good, and I do like that we get to see a, a glimpse of Detroit. I think the glimpse of Detroit is like mine is like the most lyrically dumb part of this whole movie. <laughs> um, like it's it's fine, and they're doing their best. His head's in the game, but his heart's in the song. Yeah, I mean at the end of it, he just says "yikes," which is like not the worst way to sort of react to that situation. Um, I do like men in basketball shorts mm. um, or boys. At sixteen, it was appropriate for me to be like. Ha-ha, look at all these boys dancing. It's fun. And now I'm just like, oh, look, they're doing their best. But, like, <laughs> the, it, it, like it is cute. Mm. Um, and it is fun. But I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I'm, like, conflicted on which one to choose. Yeah. You're, you're voting for Get Your Head in the Game, I'm guessing, then, yeah? I'm a little conflicted, too, because, like I said, I think that one is more original, but one has a better melody. I think um, we should poll the audience and see yeah. what they think. Well, I, I do have one more comment on uh, Get Your Head in the Game. The and that is, uh, are any of you guys WNBA fans? Okay, I well, used to watch the um, Miami Soul when I lived in Florida, and I had jerseys. That was that, that was fifty people that raised their hand there. Um, <laughs> just fifty. Fifty uh, of them sort of raised their hand and went, "Eh." Yeah. Well, WNBA All Star Jewel Lloyd went to my uh, junior high, and she was in the junior high's production of High School Musical, and she played one of the basketball players in uh, "Get Your Head in the Game." So she, you know, learned her her craft by uh, you know backing up. A, a small boy playing Troy Bolton, and then she grew up to become a WNBA Wait, All-Star. Frodo, you played Troy Bolton? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not me. She's she's younger than me. She she was actually on my softball team, or my, my baseball team growing up. Was it softball, Frodo? You can no, say if it, it was, was softball. softball. She was on my baseball team growing up because uh, even though she was seven years old, she was so good at sports. They, <laughs> they had to put her with the 11- and 12-year-old boys. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. So, yeah, I think we should go to the audience vote for Get Your Head in the Game versus We're All in This Together. I know it's a hard decision for all of you, and I know you're all really invested in this and are definitely, you know, part of this with us, all five, seven, no, oh my god, there's a thousand of them now? <laughs> I, I'm going to do the drum rolls for this one. Get your head in the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Only right. 200. Okay. Yeah. We're all in this together? Wow. wow they're all in this together. Okay, a couple together. of them are hesitant, but still, like, 800 of them are like, yeah, we are all in this together. <laughs> all right. I will, I will allow. We did say we'd yield. Mm-hmm. So they move on, and I'm going to highlight them on the documents. We're all in this together. Well, and I do like when Gabrielle's like, whoa, in the background of it. Okay, we're going to take a a three-minute break, and when we come back, we will match up against Bop to the Top and Breaking Free. All right, welcome back to Wish Upon a Star. Still the Disney Song by Song podcast. I continue to be a man of the person. This guy's Frodo the Lord. Let's talk about High School Musical. Yeah, so we 
previously decided that the fast version beat out the slow version of what I've been looking for. And now we're going to have that version go up against Bop the Top. So it's the two songs sung by Sharpay and Brother, and they're going against each other. Ryan. Yes, Ryan. Okay, play a little bit of Bop to the Top for us, please. Yeah, we haven't heard that one yet. Yeah. Kicking and a scratching, grinding at my best. I do kind of want to record this from a, a ladder, but Wait, I, I need to go to the part where they like uh, use Spanish words like improperly. <laughs> Suave. <laughs> So that's going up against uh, the one that we already heard. You do, have to do, 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 yeah. do, 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 do. I'll play like eight, three seconds of it. Okay, that was it. So, <laughs> I so, want you to know. So these are the two songs that are kind of our our villain songs from this movie. We've talked before about Disney genres of music. Um, for this movie, they're kind of the villains. I know they become our friends at the end, and she likes uh, his cookies, and they're you know they make out. But like, you this know, is a children's movie. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> you've, you've seen you've seen this movie. You know what happens. All right. I've never seen this movie. <laughs> but yes, they're kind of the villains here. Yeah, they're villain-esque. Uh, so I do like how Bop to the Top sort of serves as the villain song because they're auditioning while uh, interspersed with montages of the heroic characters trying to kind of hatching their plan. Trying to science and basketball their way into an audition. Right, because they, they're trying to thwart Sharpay and Brother because Sharpay and Brother have purposely moved the auditions, so this will all right. become very Right, and because difficult. they think, well, we've sung together twice, therefore we deserve this more than this duo who's been training for this their entire lives yeah. and have really earned it because it's, you know, it's always fun when you're in a drama club and two people who've never done it before come in and we're like, oh, but we can sing. And you're like, okay, well, I've been in the ensemble for four years, but sure, you take the lead. Someone clearly has some uh, some experiences we're going to have to unpack. Um, but yes. Now, admittedly, it is weird that Sharpay and Ryan do keep auditioning for romantic leads when they are brother and sister. They never yeah. address that. It's kind of like that. That has never been brought up. Well, it's kind of like, um, you know how there's like a lot of like brother-sister uh, ballroom dancing duos? You know? Yeah, but like they do explicitly say at one point like they were Romeo and Juliet, and those two do kiss. Like There's, there's like lines about it in Shakespeare mm-hmm. that indicate that they kiss. So I just, I just, I mean, it's whatever. Maybe it's sort of, you know, held up a curtain and we're like, siblings, and then we put it down again. But like... Well, I never saw High School Musical 3. Do they talk about it in, in that one? I don't remember. Yeah. They're also actually coming out with the High School Musical uh, TV show that's going to be a streaming TV show. You didn't hear about this, audience? Oh, yeah. A high school mu- in which East High puts on a production of High School Musical and discovers there's more drama behind the scenes than on it. It yes. sounds very yes, dumb. It is meta and it is a real thing that exists. Yeah. Yeah, so I like Bop to the Top. I like how it um, it kind of is a tension-building song. Mm-hmm. I've talked before about how I like tension-building songs, um, including Pink Elephants on Parade, things where elsewhere in the movie yeah. the plot Cut is picking to. up. Yeah, and yeah, I, I like it. It also kind of gives me a little Gloria Stefan vibe, you know? I mean, in a Just very like, whitewashed white way. People. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in, in New Mexico. Um, I mean, I'm conflicted because I think Bop to the Top is a more fun song to listen to. The lyrics are nothing, though. Like, they're just nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just about, like... She believes in dreaming. Wishing for the stars, right? Isn't that what she says? Yeah, yeah. That's our podcast. That's true, that's true. Are we nonsense? Sometimes. <laughs> it's kind of our whole thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
like they just sort of are saying caliente and suave a lot and then climbing ladders. Arriba! Yeah. yeah, like, and I love it. Like, I have so much fun watching it, but it's, it doesn't mean anything. Like, it only exists as a way to fill time before mm-hmm. the other songs. Like, at least what I've been looking for, like, moves the plot along a little bit because it, like, introduces you to the characters. That's this one, like, well, you know them, and you're just like, I hope this song doesn't end. Because I want Troy and Gabriella to get there in time. Yeah. I mean, I don't, because I think that Ryan and Sharpay deserve the leads. And maybe they should have <laughs> started in smaller ensemble roles and worked their way up. They have a second show later in the semester. They, or in the second semester of their senior year, they could have performed then. Or no, they're juniors now. They have plenty of time. They're juniors. Where are the seniors at? Are they just like a total like AWOL class? There's yeah. Like, it's, it, there's all those stoners and uh, skateboarders were there. Yeah, they were all the entire seniors. seniors. Um, it's, it's actually each year the different stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> so all the, um, all the seniors are stoners yeah. and like all the sophomores are academics mm-hmm. and all the freshmen are not in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so I'm going to officially vote for Bob to the Top then. <sighs> I like, I'm putting the pressure on you. I know. I like Bop the Top better, but I think what I've been looking for might be a better song, if that makes sense. Uh, so for, it has good harmonies. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what I've been looking for purely because I want to put it on the audience yes. and not take responsibility for this one. I like them both. I'll be happy with whatever you decide. Can we get a drum roll, please? Official musician. Bop the Top was the first one. That's the one where they said Caliente and Suave. Yeah. Okay. Who likes Bop to the Top? Okay. And who likes drum roll, please? No, you just raised your hand. You got a drum roll. What I've been looking for. So All right. Was it, that, that was like 400 to 600. So Bop to the Top does win this one. We have three finalists so far. Stick to the status quo. We're all in this together and Bop to the Top. And our last finalist is either going to be Breaking Free or Bet on It, which isn't even in this movie. <laughs> but uh, Amanda really, really Okay, play it. a little bit of you. Breaking Free for yeah. us. Melting. <laughs> So this is the like final Zach out front of it as Hudgens come up and they get their final like audition and they spin a lot and have emotions. The audience, the audience is very into it. If they were gonna vote, they'd vote for this one. If they didn't see bet on it. What does that mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Why don't you not want the world to see you in a way that's different than who we are? Don't you want them to see who you are? Yeah, I never really thought about that before. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it until sense. last night when I was. I'm like, wait a second, that doesn't mean this mean anything. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm, so it's yeah, bet on it versus that, that's, that's not that's free. not a negative though. No, we've totally seen all of, none of these songs make any sense except for the I thought the Gabriella one made sense, but that, <laughs> we already kicked that one out. Um, <laughs> Okay, so what, 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 tell me your arguments, Frodo. So I really like this song. I'm actually going to play another snippet from earlier because I'm trying to figure out where we are in the song based on what costume she's wearing because she definitely, like, switches costumes. Yeah, she costumes starts in a lab coat and then yeah. pulls it off because she learns more about herself. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I really like how it starts slow and soft and then it builds. This song builds. Most of these songs don't build it's dynamically. But I'm right here, on it. Wait, it's super wait. dynamic. This, this is the best part. You hear that drop? The, <laughs> mm, that beat all, drops. All, yeah, all you kids like beat drops. All the kids are gone. Now it's just... <laughs> <laughs> that was just a one night. Like, all right, never mind. We're all old, yes. Whatever, we got there like well, 40 minutes with the kids. That's yeah, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> they stuck around for a bit. Yeah. yeah. 
So now, uh, yeah, you guys, you guys have heard about how kids like dropping beats and stuff, right? Also, yeah. I mean, Zac Efron, like, this is the song where he does that his best. When he's, and then he's like, soaring, and he starts soaring, and then he's flying, and then a moon comes down? Why? Why are there set changes in the callback to this musical? I mean, they pull out all the stops. Like, why did they, you know... Uh, how are they able to turn off all the lights in the basketball stadium? And- well, that was that was musical theater. That was different. That was like a song from a musical. This is specifically a performance. Yeah, that's true. That's that's and so the interesting thing about high school musical, like I said, like some of them are like musical songs, and some of them are specifically performances. I don't know. It's funky. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I see that. So this is. Uh- this is realistic. Like, everyone here life. knows that they're singing. It's not right, like, we right, are right. having emotions in a musical way. It's like, no, this is a song that is happening. Right. That's probably one of the reasons I like it better than, like, Status Quo, because when yeah, I first saw Status Quo... Because you hate as, musical theater? When I first saw Status Quo as a 16-year-old, I was like, there's no way that my school cafeteria would ever have singing dance around tables. Like, the most exciting thing that happened in my school cafeteria was, like, you know, two girls, like, started fighting, and then, like, a, a very large uh, security guard had to, like, tackle them. Someone set off fireworks <laughs> in my school cafeteria once. Uh-huh. <laughs> but did you even have indoors? I thought your high school only had outdoors. That's what you said before. It's, so they had one room for the cafeteria, and then if you didn't eat fast enough, they made you leave. Okay. <laughs> and you had to stand on, like, a concrete platform waiting mm. for t- waiting to die, I guess, was, like, sort of what it felt like. <laughs> that doesn't Everyone, make sense. People in Miami should, like, if you're listening to this podcast, like, donate to your local high school and middle school because we really needed more resources then, and I'm sure it'd be cool if we had some more now, too. This has been a PSA. Yeah. Although, like, honestly, like, speaking of, like, high school-based drama, East High, fun fact, is a real school, and they got a ton of money to film here. Like, they completely refurbished the entire high school, and my best friend, freshman year, um, my friend Sierra, she went to West High, which was across the street from it in Salt Lake City, and everyone at West High hated the kids at East High because they got super snobby about how well their school got, like, taken care of, and so they would go over there and vandalize the giant E, like, constantly. <laughs> so that's that's your fun fact. East High and West High are this, real, this and East High kids, City, right? yeah, it's in Salt Lake City because they- so these are a bunch of, like, grumpy Mormon kids. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because DCOM films most, you know, Disney Channel original movies for you, you know, lay people, films mostly stuff in Salt Lake City because Utah has really good rates for oh, filming. Like, you get really good tax breaks. Um, well, I think Breaking Free is not only the best song in this matchup, I think it's one of the better songs in this musical. I think it's also one of the more well-known songs. I would say this and We're All in This Together maybe are the most mainstream of the songs. I mean, musical. I love that on it with all of my heart, but I have to give it to Breaking Free, too. Like, otherwise, one, I think people here will rise up and kill me, and there's a lot of, like, <laughs> tubas and stuff here that could, I could be beaten with pretty effectively. But also, like... I don't know. Like, you're right. That beat drop is just magnificent. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have consensus from the crowd? Is Breaking Free the better song here? Okay. A couple people. A couple people oh. Who here would vote for Bet on it? Just out of curiosity. Okay. Well, you haven't seen either movie. So, like, <laughs> this doesn't seem, like, as helpful of a guess. Okay. So, Breaking Free will move on. Okay. So, yeah. Our finalists are now Status Quo. We're all in this together. Bop to the top. And Breaking Free. So I think what we're going to do is Amanda has said she has some opinions on this. Then I'm going to ask if anyone in the audience has, like, a specific I just don't want to put all favorite. of it on the audience. No, no I know, to I know. But, but, I, but I want, you know, a lot of the people here have been staunch listeners. Mm-hmm. Is that a, is that, a, is that, a, that I don't think that's... Staunch listeners? I don't think I don't that means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> They've listened a lot. So I want to give them a chance to, you know, get up here, get on the mic, and be like... I like... I like make a shout-out to their the friends top. and fam back yeah. home, yeah. you know? Cool. Uh, so, so can... The voice I was just doing, that, that if you are listening, that was a uh, acclaimed guest, Tori Bat, <laughs> in, yeah. in the audience. Who is in the audience right now? Yeah. Ah! Okay, so name the four songs again, please. Yes, they are Stick to the Status Quo, We're All in This Together, Bop to the Top, 
and breaking free. I mean, it's breaking free, right? Like, I, that might be, like, it's boring for me to just say right off the top of the bat, but we're also running over on our recording time that we thought we were going to do. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, all of those are really good songs. But when you think High School Musical, you think of Troy and Gabriella. Right. Like, and when you think of Troy and Gabriella, you're not thinking of starting something new for it. <laughs> like, that beat, can, can we play a little bit more Breaking Free? Yeah. It's so good. There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. If we try, then we're breaking free. And also it ties back to your Breaking Bad theory. That's actually a good point. Also, who, 16-year-old me was, or 15-year-old me, excuse me, was very into, oh my god, Zac Efron just moonwalked everyone. (laughs) Like, was very into the, like, Zac Efron and, like, the sort of white athletic pants and jacket with, like, unzip with a wife beater underneath. Gabrielle is also very pretty. I, I guess. <laughs> I think one of the advantages that this has over Bops at the Top, which is the other duet in the final four, is that I think that Gabriella Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens is does a better job singing this song than uh, Sharpay, who, who's Ashley Tisdale. Ashley, Ashley Tisdale. I think Ashley of acclaimed Sweet Life of Zach and Cody fame. Right. Ashley Tisdale's voice in this musical is kind of nasally. I mean, she's very good, and I think she's like is playing the character of what Sharpay right. is. Like, and I think that's sort of like nasally, like I'm a musical theater star, and I'm bopping mm. to the top. It's like very on brand with what she's going for. Vanessa right. Hudgens is supposed to be like, I've never sung before, but I'm beautiful, mm. and, and I'm in a skirt. So like, I, I think she yeah. like fits that type of thing. I right. think that sort of ingenue singing like. I don't know. I love character acting, mm. like and character voices. I think are more interesting. And a lot of times, I think that this song is so good that it makes me want it the most. Right. I think that for breaking the purposes of breaking free, where we have these soaring harmonies, and you know that they're really. I love a soaring belting. harmony. Now it's the nice question that is, she has, that she's the better singer mm-hmm. than Ashley Tisdale. Is it better than one song? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> one song it, yeah. is from Snow White. For those of you who are new listeners to the podcast, and I, Frodo hates it, and I love it very yeah. much. I mean, I think it is better than one song. One song, Breaking Free is one okay. song. Well, so <laughs> if we both agree that we think Breaking Free is the best one. Well, I want to hear it from the audience. A yeah, lot that's, of that's what I'm saying. Right. I want to hear, does anyone out there think that one of the other finalists is a better song or more worthy? Or has other opinions on Breaking Free they want to add in there? Is that Paul Jackson? Come on yeah, come up. come on up. Come. Oh, you, you have to say it into the mic if you're going to do it. It's going to be really boring audio otherwise. And if you can state your name, age, your major, I mean, and... <laughs> Uh, I have listened to. I don't know. How to you gotta speak into it a little bit more. Hello. There you go. That's better. Yeah. Hi, I'm Paul, uh, and my essay today is about why uh, "Stick to the Status Quo" is the best song in the High School Musical franchise. Will you look away? Look away with the mic too. There okay. <laughs> I'm new to podcasting. Uh, I'll have three main points in my essay, going from least to most important. Uh, least importantly is. The musical style. Uh, it has everything you want. It's got full ensemble. It's got individual solos. It's got slow parts. It's got fast parts. It's got that dynamic change. Um, secondly, <laughs> secondly, the <laughs> the uh, I cast. I most important to be Zac Efron's hair. So no, the, the the cast in that scene is very star-studded. Uh, one of the nerd extras in that scene ended up becoming one of the uh, initial cast members in Hamilton. Wait, really? Yeah. Thane Jasperson. His name is even amazing. That is a great name. Yeah. Good for, he, good for Thane. See, we did talk about Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> uh, and third and, and most importantly, uh, when I was a ninth grader in high school, and I'm sure Dave can attest to this... <laughs> 
uh, our entire school was forced to participate in the National Vocabulary Championship. And we had to take a written test, and the last part was write a 200-word essay um, about whether or not you should stick to the status quo, uh, <laughs> using as many complex vocabulary words as you can. And it is all true. And ever since then, I have not had that song out of my head. Have, did, did, you, did you describe how you should be breaking free in your essay? No, I was more like, stick to the status quo. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Paul All right. Jackson. Or, Paul. Me, do, you, do, you want us to, do you want us to use your last name? Is this going to ruin your PhD career? Well, now you say I'm a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else have any thoughts? If not, it's okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Guest host Tori Bat is back in the building. Bat in a thousand with Tori. Here we go. Yeah. Caliente Suave. I just want to state publicly, I've never seen High School Musical. <laughs> This is literally the only time I have ever heard a song from High School Musical. To the best of my knowledge, maybe I hear songs from High School Musical all the time and I have no idea because I have never seen High School Musical because I live a High School Musical every day. Um, I just wanted to share that in this, my one and only time listening to any songs from High School Musical, it was immediately clear to me that Bop to the Top was by far the best song because Amanda's dancing to it was Muy Caliente. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, audio listeners at home. Um, if you just sort of picture me going, Arima, like sort of the dance version of that, what the body does when you hear the word Arima, that's pretty much what was happening. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, and 200 people just walked in. <laughs> Hello, I'm Andrew, last name redacted. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's always been my thing that if musicals have that one signature song, it just makes it that much more popular. And I think a lot of people who don't know High School Musical know... We're all in this together. So I feel like because that song probably helped High School Musical become what it is, it should win. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just, yeah, let's just like get it. Yeah, get let's, get a, let's get a consensus. So I keep forgetting which of the songs are the finalists. Right, I'm we'll, so we'll tired. Let's start with We're All In This Together because that had the least uh, crowd support. Okay. <laughs> Who thinks, drum roll please? We got Foley work here. Who thinks We're All In This Together is the best song in the final four? Oh. All right, 300 votes. Wow, One of you came in 10 seconds ago, so that counts less, but I appreciate <laughs> you being here anyway. Okay, next song. Oh, the next one? Yeah. We'll, we'll go, go with Tori Bat's favorite one, and that was Bop to the Top. Drum roll, please. Okay, just, I'm not even going to pretend it's 100 people, it's just Tori Bat who voted <laughs> for that one. All right, next up we have... Uh, we'll stick, stick to the, the status, status quo. quo. Drum roll, please. Ooh, 200, but they did woo, and yeah. few people have wooed. So I'm going to call that 400 people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and finally? Breaking Free. Oh, we get an extra drum roll for that one. Breaking We're Free. We're Breaking Free. Yay! Right, Even without our extra 700 votes between two of us, <laughs> that did win. Thank you all for participating in our bracket of High School Musical. I think we should play Breaking Free now. Well, this has been Frodo the Lawyer. This has been Amanda the Person. And thank you for attending the live recording of Wish Upon a Star. Make sure you keep breaking free. 
Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da